Welcome to the Sales Navigator Live Show with Stan and Bryn. Join LinkedIn expert and sales professional Bryn Tillman and me, Stan Robinson Jr., Chief Coaching Officer here at Social Sales Link, as we bring you the best tips and strategies for leveraging Sales Navigator for your sales success. Enjoy the show. Hello, Bren. Hello, Stan. So excited for our conversation today. Yes, and thank you so much. Now, I'm going to read this because I realize a lot of people will be listening to this later. Get my score.com. I'm so glad you put that up because today's topic's SSI score. And most people have heard of it. We wanted to talk a little bit about the four components and how LinkedIn and Sales Navigator arrive at that score. Yeah. And just give a little bit of, of context in terms of how to think about the score, because it is a great tool just for keeping up with your social selling activity. And so um, I'm excited to be talking about the SSI score today. And Bryn, thank you so much for this this, uh, link that anyone can use to see what their SSI score is. So we'll repeat it several times. Yeah, I love that. So, you know, the the social selling index is really an an industry rating and a network rating. and it can also help you identify in larger corporations how well your team is performing on Sales Navigator. You could probably do it on LinkedIn, but it's not nearly as easy as a report in in a corporate Sales Navigator uh, position. So, you know, the interesting thing, and you know, we know we're going to do a deep dive is you know there's controversy around whether or not the social selling index has real validity and i'm going to start with my thoughts you can share i think that the ssi score is one very easy way to identify how much activity is being done around four components that we'll go into And the reason I think that this is important is just like any sales activity, having KPIs to measure, Mm -hmm. to be able to coach to, to be able to train to is really important. The key with the SSI score, particularly for larger organizations, is for you guys and gals to identify what the right activity is and the correlating score. So we're gonna go through, it's between one and a hundred. I have, and Stan, we talked about this a little bit, played the system when this first launched many years ago. I really wanted to, to, you know, how high can I get and what activities does it take for me to get there? 
So I hit 99, which is absurd. It's a ridiculous amount of work to get to 99. And for me, it wasn't productive work. Not all of it. A lot of it was. But there were things that I identified. Like I had to look at and open up 20 profiles uh, a day in order to continue to find, I think I said the wrong thing earlier. I'm looking at it. Find the right people. If I, I had to open 20 tabs in order to raise my find the right people score score and and we'll talk about this which by the way is my lowest score on my ssi and it's my lowest score because i find less of the right people because quality over quantity is how i run so if that were if i were mastering find the right people i recognize that i would be doing activity that wasn't necessarily converting to sales. To sales, yeah. So I I know that was a very long rant uh, on that, but I I really wanted to open it up with the highest score doesn't always win, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. So now I'm gonna throw the baton back to you to continue that, that conversation. Yeah, but thank you, Bryn, because that's great for context. Because as sales professionals, a lot of us tend to be just a little bit competitive. And it can reach the point where, as Bryn mentioned, your time may be better spent on other activities rather than trying to drive your SSI score up another two points. You could be spending time doing social media posts on the phone, any number of other things. But... As we talked about, there are four categories. I'm, I'm going to briefly outline them, then we'll dive in. You've got branding or brand, your brand. Um, finding, well, they just call it find, which is the name implies. It's going to be finding the right people. And engage, which we talk about a lot because that's such a critical piece of, of social selling. And building relationships because sales is all about relationships. So the brand, as you can imagine, it's pretty straightforward. It's how complete is your LinkedIn profile? And Brent, I know you and Bob not too long ago did a a podcast episode on above the fold. What appears in your LinkedIn profile above the fold, which is just another way of saying when someone comes to your LinkedIn profile, what can they see right away without having to scroll? Yeah, that's great. Yep. So I know you talked about the banner or taking advantage of the fact that we can have a banner. Yes. So LinkedIn, I mean, they do provide some generic capabilities in terms of a banner. Honestly, I haven't looked at those in a while. They're pretty generic. <laughs> However, LinkedIn doesn't know the difference. They know if you have one or you don't have one. So you definitely will get credit for establishing your professional brand, even if it's not a great banner. So that's where I say, this is a really great score, but you always have to look at uh, the 
really what's happening, right? Like there is no way LinkedIn could judge if your banner happened to be on brand or not. Mm -hmm. So as a leader, you could say, wow, all of my team has a great branded, you know, professional brand, but it only really means they have a complete profile. It doesn't mean it's a great one. So like, I just want to keep that in mind. So, you know, as we're measuring this, we have to be careful. Uh, if I could just throw one of the interesting things, and I don't know how they know this, but they LinkedIn will say, complete your profile with the customer in mind. So that's part of describing establishing your professional brand. At least it was the last time we studied this. <laughs> um, right. And, and so what I love about that is, you know, we teach from resume to resource. They LinkedIn themselves are saying, if you are in sales and you're using sales navigator, that profile should keep the customer in mind. It's not your great negotiating skills and president's club and all those things. Although I think it's important and you can add that down below. But in order for this to be graded well in the social selling index, according to LinkedIn, you need to create that profile with the customer in mind. Yes. Yep. And that's it's logical when you think about it because when the customer comes to their profile they have one question in their mind and that is what can this person do for me right how can they help me and i'm not interested in what a great negotiator they are because that means that you know i may be pulling my hair out when we're trying to come up with pricing right so they just want to know what value you bring to them so we, we always talk about the banner, making sure that you have a good headshot, things like making sure that it's relatively current. So when someone sees you on LinkedIn and they later meet you on Zoom, what they see matches. Yes. Yes, so, so it's, it's not good to surprise people that way. Uh, make sure that you, your headline, which we just alluded to, is customer-centric that it yeah. speaks to the customer. And so having a complete profile, you know, there are other areas like contact information. Small thing with contact information, we suggest using your business email rather than your Gmail, or for those of us who go back a long time, there's still some AOL addresses out there. Make your business email your primary. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, keep all your emails attached to your LinkedIn profile for reasons we won't get into here, but make your business email your primary. Well, I, you know, I do want to get into one of the pieces I think is important to know. There are lots of reasons, but you can have five, six, seven different emails, your primary email, your business email today, but you want to have at least a second one. That's your Gmail or Yahoo or AOL. So that if for some reason you move on from your current business, your current company, you can still log in. Exactly. And that's that. I think that's the most important. And there are others, but we'll we'll leave it at that. For now. <laughs> yes, because we've seen that happen to people all the yeah. time. 
So I will also throw in, and then we'll move into number two. Um, and this is where it gets a little gray because um, establishing your professional brand may also touch on thought leadership and publishing meaningful posts is how LinkedIn will put it. However, when we go to engage with insights, it kind of repeats that. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure what the overlapping is, but I will share my established, my professional brand is at 22 out of 25. There are three points that I'm not earning. And currently, I'm not sure why. I am very confident that my profile is client-centric. And I am very confident that I'm sharing insights, thought, leadership. I do have a 25 in number four that we'll talk about, which is what's most important to me. But as much as you and I know this, Stan, I don't even really know what's going to move that dial right now beyond 22. That is not a normal score. The average person is not going to have a 22. I have a 22 because I am in this all the time. But the fact that I don't know how to get to a 25 anymore when I did a long time ago is interesting. Like we really don't know exactly what pushes the needle past a certain point. Yeah, good point. Good point. And that that's another reason for sales professionals not to get too hung up on little variations in terms of how many points. Um, this hasn't happened recently, Bryn, but in the past, LinkedIn has changed its algorithm such that everyone's SSI score has taken a hit. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Almost everyone went down between 10 and 20 points. So um, I will say, I believe that just having Sales Navigator gives you a little kick. Yes, yes. And LinkedIn actually, they allude to that in their documentation. They actually say, you know, there's some things you can do. So it's interesting you mentioned that because we're about to talk about Find Next. And of course, one of the ways that Sales Navigator gives us a great extra kick is the number of additional search filters that SalesNav brings to the table beyond LinkedIn. So yeah. I don't know if that's part of the algorithm, but- oh, I, I'm sure it is. Yep, yep. So as a Sales Navigator user, you just have more things that you can do with search filters and that probably impacts your SSI score uh, in a good way. Yeah, this is an important one. And interestingly, um, this is a low score. I, you know, I looked, I always think it's my low score. It's actually my second low score right now. Um, and it's an 18.8. Now, am I okay with this? Absolutely. An 18 is very high, right? I'm not going to try and uh, uh, even say, oh, poor me, I'm not at 25. However, I would say, like, this is, this is the element where, if I were looking at more profiles, this score would go up. Mm. Not connecting with more people, just because to, to LinkedIn's head, I'm finding them, right? Mm -hmm. But the way that I work, so I find the right people. I use phenomenal, 
filters. I do a deep dive on filters, which is why I think I am where I am. Because and I have some some saved searches, which now is no longer called a saved search. It's a toggle that says send me <laughs> new one. But I've got lots of of searches saved, uh, you know, of the right people. But I only leverage this. I shouldn't say only. Primarily, based on people that my connections are connected to. So I may only look at eight or ten in a day based on one person, I'm not cold calling. I'm not mass outreaching. I'm not looking at a ton of these in a day. And I'm also only saving leads that are truly relevant to me. I, we, I just cleaned up my saved leads, which may have hurt me. I got, I unsaved almost everyone except from a couple of lists I'm actively working because I just had too many saved leads. And it was getting a little cluttered. You know, I did a little um, fall, spring cleaning, fall <laughs> cleaning, right? So that may have actually hurt my my find the right people too. But the bottom line is, if you start at seven or 10 and you start, you start creating better searches and you start looking at more people from those searches your score will go up. You will be rewarded. There will be a point that you find that you get, that you plateau and you have to decide, am I doing all the right behaviors? And if the answer is yes, then it's okay that you plateau at a certain number. You know, but most people that are starting with Sales Navigator for the first time, Start really low. In fact, did you know, interestingly, the average, which blows my mind. So uh, we're, uh, we are bundled in with sales professionals in LinkedIn. So industry SSI ranking, there is no, it's, we're, we're, we're bundled with professional training and coaching. Okay. The average SSI score in our industry is 38. Really? Yes. And the average SSI score of people in my network, I believe it may be all of our networks because we have a corporate account is 49. So our network is higher than our industry, which is very interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so I mean, wow. Take you take a look. So 38 on average. If you guys are at a 38, you're average. <laughs> like yeah. yeah. So, but you can watch that uh change over time. So anyway, I'm sorry, Stan. Yeah. You go what you want to That's move on the, to number three? Yes, let let's go ahead because the time always flies. Engage engaging. Engaging. This is what we talk about is adding value with content. Engaging in the sense of adding relevant comments. Yes. To other people's posts and tagging them so that they're notified that you're helping to amplify the content that they've posted because that's one of their reasons for posting is to get more visibility. And when you comment, it helps to give them more visibility, which is a win-win for everyone. Yeah, you know, it's interesting 
because this is where, again, it overlaps slightly with establish your professional brand because they're talking about publishing meaningful posts. Engaging with insights, to your point, Stan, is more about am I engaging with other people's posts and am I engaging with commenters on other people's posts, right? So that is a huge piece of the engage with insights. And, and it's probably not clear because you would think engage with insights would be publishing. Exactly. But it, 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 it's definitely a, a gray area. Um, right now, and this astonishes me, this is my lowest score, even though I always think find um, the right people is, and I am a massive engager. I'm engaging on um, collaborative articles. I engage, I, I mean, a lot on comments. So I'm not sure. And one of the things I wish LinkedIn would do was give you a little bit more advice on what to do. They used to have little, like, PowerPoint slides that would go through and they've taken those away. And, um, but I would love to LinkedIn, if you're listening, um, I, you know, I'd love just a little more guidance on what are you looking at? Because I'm at 15.6 for engage with insights. And that may be perfect for me. I may not need to do more, but maybe they come back and say, and I don't know. So this is my thought process. I'm not engaging enough inside of Sales Navigator, or I'm not engaging enough with my news feed of the saved people. Like, this is what I want to learn, right? So I am engaging, but maybe I'm engaging with the wrong people, not with people that I've targeted from a sales perspective. But now I've said it out loud, I'm going to go test that. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and so, you know, those are the things that are important. But engaging with insights is a huge uh, way to start conversa conversations about being salesy. Really yes. Good. Yes. So important. So important. And engaging with good comments, it raises the visibility of the person who's posted as well as you. Yeah. And Bryn, as you mentioned at the very start, since it's not exactly clear what, what drives additional points in each category, engage with insights is always my lowest score, always. And brand has always been my highest and it all, it never changes. Well, because you don't update your profile all that much. Yes. The thing that's confusing, and that's what I thought until I read about, oh, well, part of your brand is what you're posting. Which you do a great job. Yes. So, so. I bet if every, once a week you change one thing in your profile, you'll start to see it move a little bit. And that's why I say that's not necessarily the right activity and so maybe where you are is fine if you're you know it maybe you don't need to get to 25. yeah however the next one is my 25 and it's always 25 Five. which makes me so happy because it's build relationships and that's the core and i'm going to tell you honestly i have no idea 
how I'm at 25. I don't know. I don't know the algorithm behind build relationships. It They will tell you it's strengthen your network by finding and establishing trust with decision makers. I'm going to tell you what I think, and it's not really relationships. I think it's the amount of inbound connection requests I get, uh, not outbound. So when I played with this years ago, that's what I found. The less people, the, the ratio between inbound connection requests and now, which it wasn't then followers, to how many connection requests I'm sending out seem to have a huge impact on the build relationships. That makes a huge amount of sense. I hadn't thought about it that way, but it definitely does. Um, as Because as you said, you're a master of building relationships, but it's a matter of, okay, what is SalesNav actually looking at? Right. Um, but that makes that makes perfect sense because it means that people for various reasons are consistently inviting you to connect right. as opposed to you're having to go out and and invite them so yeah that that's a great insight yeah I, and and again so all of this was my own little study that i did over about 6 month period a long time ago so i don't know we still don't know what's really behind the SSI score. And I have asked many of LinkedIn product managers in our time, and they don't really know. Someone does. Someone is in the ivory tower somewhere going, I own the <laughs> algorithm for the SSI score. And no one gets to see it because I've got knights surrounding <laughs> the tower. But, you know, I'll, I'll end my, and then I'll hand it back to you to really wrap everything up. But um, what I would say for sales teams that newly get the, get a uh, sales navigator. First, the gamification is fun. It keeps us motivated, but I really believe that each sales rep should understand their own score mm-hmm. and truly understand uh, the activities that you expect from them. And over time as sales leaders say, you know, if you get to 16 at find the right people, you're exactly where you need to be because mm-hmm. you're doing the activities we're asking you to do. And so as a team kind of setting your own A plus, your, you know, your curve, <laughs> I think is real, you know, grade by curve, I think is really an important piece of this. And I would say this is important. Don't just talk about the score with your team. Really talk about the impact of the activity that's moving the score. So Stan, I will throw it back to you to wrap this all in a bow. Yep. Just to reiterate what Bryn just said about it's the activities. It's the activities that is what's going to result in in sales and so it's a matter of how you how you look at it the as far as the only other things get my ssi score.com 
If you go to getmyssiscore.com, you can see your SSI score because you do not have to be a sales navigator user to see your SSI score. And now I can't say everyone has one because when I asked LinkedIn that, they said not necessarily, but they weren't able to tell me exactly why. I mean, if it's someone who's just signing up, then yeah, they don't they don't have any activity yet, so they don't have a score. But but the point is, you don't have to be on SalesNav to have an SSI score. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize that not everyone had one. Neither did I. Um, and I what I didn't get you know someone saying, well, here's why not everyone does the. The only instance I could think of is someone was brand new and they haven't done anything. But as soon as they start some activity, they should have an SSI score. So I, even though I'm not supposed to do this and I'm doing saying this publicly, but it's the same household. And I, you know, I, I log into my husband's LinkedIn account who he's retired, but I want to see what the free sees because we're teaching it. So that's, you know, um, and he does nothing on it. It's literally the account is there and he has a 49 Wow. So, but his established professional, this is interesting. And I, you know what? I think this is going to prove my point. Establishing professional brand is high. Mm -hmm. Find the right people is zero. Engage with insights is zero. Build relationships is 24. How much you want to bet because people are trying to connect with him he's and he's not connecting with anyone. How about that? Yep. So, so I almost think that proves my point. Great observation. Great observation. Yeah, because I'll bet he's got a bunch of connection requests that are just sitting there waiting for him. Yeah, but I will go in and I'll look at them and accept the ones that you know. <laughs> Don't yep. tell anyone. You know, you know, and I really I do it primarily. It, and I don't ever log in for the record to anyone else ever. It breaks LinkedIn's agreement. It's not appropriate. But as trainers, I need to have access to an account that has no premium and no sales navigator. So I know what other people see and when, when I'm learning. Um, and he is retired. So, okay. My guilt is now, okay, out in the world. Stan, let's take yeah. it in before there anyone we actually hears my rant. Yes. Well, thank you, Bryn. Much appreciated as always. And I hope for everyone that's been helpful in terms of just getting a better handle on the four components of your SSI score. You can get a maximum of 25 for each of the four components. And so most you could get is 100. All right. But thank you, Bryn. I appreciate the insights. And we'll talk soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. And join us again for more insights on Sales Navigator and social selling strategies that will differentiate you from your competitors and accelerate your sales success. In the meantime, you can go to socialsaleslink.com forward slash library for free content on LinkedIn, Sales Navigator, and social selling.